It's a good show. Hi, this is Mary Lalore, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries with the Essex Green on the road. Welcome, Essex Green. Say hi. Hello. (laughs) And joining us now on the line from an undisclosed location, returning to Radio 8 Ball, the fabulous Dean Wareham. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Dean. Hello. It's nice to be back. It's great to have you. Yeah, the last time you were on with Britta Phillips. Well, my, you, uh, my wife. My wife was on the show, yeah. Yes, and before it was right before the release of your record with Chevelle Sombre. Yes, it's still right before that release. Oh, well, by the time this comes out, probably not. This comes out and will come out, I think, like the end of December. Oh, yeah, yes. My record has been out for a while now. Oh, Yes. And how's it doing? It's doing it's, very well. I think it might it might go gold. It's tearing up the charts. <laughs> uh, so, so the, I was very happy when the Essex, Essex Screen sent me their list of uh, people they wanted to invite on the show, and you were on that list. How do you all know each other? Well, well, you know, I'm thinking that I probably know Jeff longest, and I know Jeff um, first through his sister Jennifer. Is that right? Yeah, Dean. I think that's it. Yeah. We met back in uh, probably 98. Camber Sands. Oh, we oh, so oh knows. Camber Sands. Right, yeah. right. You we were all some. there at the, at the, the first um, ATP festival, mm-hmm. um, which Otherwise, is a wonderful uh, yeah. rock festival. Yep. What does ATP stand for? All Tomorrow's Parties. But it was the, for the Velvet Underground song. Oh, yes. And, and this one was, uh, it was curated by Bell and Sebastian. That's pretty cool. Um, we all had a good time. 
No, was it, was the S, did the Essex Green play that? No, that was, was, Lady that was Ladybug. Ladybug that Transistor. That was Ladybug Transistor, right? Yeah, yeah. That's who was... Wait, I think Ladybug Transistor... Was it Ladybug Transistor also on that bill in, at the Mermaid Lounge? Or is that just something that I... Could have been. We toured together one Oh, year. yeah. I think it was Ladybug Tra- Transistor and, yeah, and Maybe the Essex so. Green. Yeah. And were, what uh, what outfit were you playing with at that time, Dean? I was. I did um, sort of a, an acoustic set with, with Sean from Luna. We just played... Uh, I don't... Yeah, we played um, some Galaxy 500 songs and some Luna songs. And, uh, we were doing. We were just traveling around doing a few promo shows like that. It was a great festival. It was. Um, I mean, um, who else was there? Godspeed You, Black Emperor played right after us. I'd never seen them. They were. They were amazing. And Flaming Lips played, and it was sort of like the unveiling of like the like it was like the rebirth. It was like we were witnessing the rebirth of the Flaming Lips. That was like the first show of the the new kind of tour that they started doing right, right after. Yeah, Sof- well, they were doing it with like video, and and you were like, "What's going on here?" It was really good. Was that before or after the Light Bright stuff? Like they had, all, I, I saw them once in Seattle, and they had those Light Brights. They made the whole a whole stage out of Light Brights. Was that? Hmm. Well, I don't know. They might have done that before. I don't know. I don't know what year you saw them in Seattle. Probably like 95. I guess it would have been before that. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. But it was different. It was a different band, and they were playing a lot. They had like a They had a, a, a VHS cassette that they put in, and, and a lot of the music was like the, the drummer was playing on on the vi, on video, and they were playing a lot. Um, anyway. Fun. Have you played shows since then? Uh, not together. I don't think we've played a show since then, have we? No. But, um, no. And I put, oh, go on. Jeff worked for me one night. I made him guitar tech for me when we played in Pittsburgh, Britta and I. Yeah, it was for the, he was very nervous. The Andy nervous. Warhol, well, it was the Andy Warhol screen tests. I didn't want to Yeah. Know. You had a we lot were all nervous. You had like an 18-string guitar I had to tune up. I believe it was a 12-string, unless it was a double neck, and I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> was he Was he a good boss? Oh, yeah. I just was. I kept waiting for him to ask me to come on stage and actually play, but that never happened. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have been a good idea. So, Sasha, when you sent me the list of people, what was it that made you think, oh, Dean, we got to get him on, on Radio 8 Ball? Um, I don't know. We were just kind of brainstorming about uh, other musicians. We had some sort of um, connection, you know, some sort of personal, personal connection with. Did you ever see Galaxy 500? No. I have. They're too young. Yeah. They're too young to see Galaxy 500. Just, just by a smidge. There was only like a, th- a three-year window to see that band. I saw you open for They Might Be Giants at the Wiltern Theater. You did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, here's what I remember about that show. Um, weird Al Yankovic walking into our dressing room. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you're in the wrong dressing room. Those guys are down the hall. <laughs> 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 That's funny. We've had we haven't had they might be giants on the show, but we have had Weird Al on Radio Eight Ball once. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he was he's friends with Tracy Bonham, and so when she was on the show, she got him to she got him to Skype in when we were doing it as a, a live theater thing. He asked uh, he asked if the aliens come, will it be a good thing or a bad thing? Like, yeah. Some people are waiting for the aliens, and is it going to be a good thing or a bad thing? 
It sounded like that's it wasn't a good so question. That, that's a more, even more pressing question all the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please come. Please, Please sa- come. Save us. <laughs> save, us. <laughs> save us from ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Dean, uh, this is great. Do you, what is your question for the Pop Oracle? Well, my mind's a bit like that. I'm just, I've been wondering lately, um, which which president, the 43rd or the 45th? Is, has been the more dangerous to the to the planet, the more destructive so far. The 43rd was, you know, the the second Bush, and the 45th is the current president. So, in case they don't know anything, you're, you're, about you're following the no. It's great. You're following the thing. We are we are freezing, refusing to say the name. So that's great. 43 <laughs> and 45, which is the worst? Wow, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's which, a, that's a great question. More, who's been more dangerous? Yeah, I don't know if they have a song about that. Well, let's see. I'm sure we. I'm sure we'll find one that that relates. So now, to answer that question, to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. We love eight. Song number four. January. Well, January is when presidents get flown in. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad all around. Okay. Yep. What you wanna hear It's never that certain No, it's never fair, my dear
And that was January from the Essex Green, the answer to Dean Wareham's question, which president was more dangerous to uh, to the earth? To really? the planet? To the planet. Uh, number 43 or number 45? So before we get into interpreting that, uh, who is who, who penned that song? I did. This is a Chris song. Chris, yes. So Chris, tell us what you can about the background of that song. Well, the background of that song, it's actually about my one of my daughters and sort of a coming of age. Um, my stepdaughter, who's now 17, and uh, sort of the kind of turmoil years of, you know, early teenage mm -hmm. uh, and uh, feeling like, we're, you know, where her position is in the world, much like our our blessed country. Yeah, yeah. And that's on the new record? It is, yeah. Excellent. So, Dean, did you have any idea about how that might relate to your question? Well, you know, it's for his daughter, right? So he's he's he's, got, he's thinking about the future of the planet when he when he wrote the song. But um, well, I have the, some on the Spotify. I have some ideas yeah. here. Um, well, first of all, I I thought, well, wouldn't it be nifty if one of those one of those uh, guys was born? In January, but no. Yes, no. But you checked it out already. I did. I checked it out. But they were both born in J months. One is in June, and the other one's in July. Uh, well, the forty-three is in July, and forty-five was born in June. So, in a way, this song is like a is sort of like a the antithesis and the antidote in a way. Like I see it as the antidote. It's more. I guess I was feeling like uh, there was a couple the line like under the sheets on this perfect day feels like how I have felt many days in both of their presidencies. Yep. Yeah, sure. And shiver to feel the heat, you brace for the weather. Oh, there was one line that did feel like it it lent toward it lent itself towards 43, which is the thing about this would be fla uh, this would be the flower with the flower, say the what was the line? This would be a golden age. Was there? A, but there was a line about a flower in there. Your petals are down. This uh, would be flowers. This would. Oh, this would be flower. Yeah. This well, would be flower. This would be a golden age. So and. Oh yeah, the, the, the flowering of democracy the, in the yes. Middle East. Well, I was thinking more like <laughs> a flower on a bush. Oh. Okay. You know, so it's yeah, we got to think synchronistically here. So, and in a way, I, I do think that it's so now just giving my own opinion. Uh, I I do in a I, as bad as things are now, they would. It's sort of like the the tone was set for, mm -hmm. in forty three with forty three. Yeah. So, in like, would we be where? Would we have the forty five we have now? If it if forty three hadn't been what he was, and there hadn't been all of that everything that happened between two thousand and two thousand eight, so if the flower is on the bush, it's the it's the poison, you know, the 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 poison, the fruit of the poison tree, something like that. That then I would say forty three would be the most the most dangerous because it sets up where we are now, and yeah. in, in the future we might be looking back and saying, looking at something even worse and saying. Asking the same question about forty-five and forty-seven. Let's mm -hmm. hope not. That's true. But yes, we have to give him time. Why? Why must 45. we give him time? No, not, not, <laughs> time yeah. to I'm just saying before we can fully fully judge him. Exactly. But I, I, yes, I feel I feel um, to date much as I, much as we, 
most people I know loathe 45. He has not, um, he has not plunged us into a, a brand new uh, war. So, oh, I've been thankful for small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's too busy destroying and dismantling our own country. He yeah. doesn't have time to go to destroy and dismantle someone else. We did. Yeah. 43 did a, fair, a good enough job of that. I think the band's staying quiet because they're, uh, you don't know this, Dean, but they, they're all wearing Make America Great Again hats. <laughs> Just like Kanye did. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They may, uh, you know, are we, do, uh, are we making anyone uncomfortable by criticizing George Bush and that other guy? Jer? Are you okay, Jer? <laughs> I, don't, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do, really. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I think they're okay. I think they're okay. I just want to make sure that we're not, uh, you know, in the again in the realm. We try we we try and make this this a comfortable place for everyone. Um, and uh, even I would even welcome even quest- fascists. I would even welcome. No. <laughs> I would even welcome questions from fascists. Yeah, <laughs> because I feel like like one of my dreams on the show is to have a re- like a hyper hyper conservative celebrity and a and a very progressive songwriter. And yeah, no, that'd be fun. Like Billy Bragg and Dennis Miller, or something like that. Yeah, something like that, and see what that'd would happen. Yes, that's true. I haven't, I haven't heard from Dennis Miller for a while. Does he have a show? Is he still? Does he just do stand up? You know, he's from Pittsburgh, and I really have to apologize. Is he? Like he's a stain on the history of. Yeah, he is. You can hear his accent next time you listen to him. He's got a. He's he's got. A, he's a yinzer. Well, uh, I, I have no idea. Well, uh, uh, they say you know, Yin's, a Yin's going to do this, a Yin's going to do that. I mean, yeah, it's I'm like y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's like y'all, but it's, it's a Yin's. Pittsburgh y'all. Got it. I'm I'm learning something on every episode. Um, but I re- I remember it's interesting was with Dennis Miller because I remember I guess it was like maybe it was like the with the first Iraq invasion and I remember him being on TV. Uh, being very outspoken against it, that's what he was. He was. He was totally different. But because like five years later, he completely flipped. He was very outspoken against the Iraq War. Yes, yes, yes. Because he wasn't always. Um, he wasn't always on the right. He made. He made a. He made a journey. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't. That's one of those things that I just don't understand how that happens. Some well, people go the other way. Ariana Huffington. But that makes sense to me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, a lot of people drift right with us. They get all of this. You know. Well, I just feel like I guess like you get like that's the whole thing is like you get if you get maybe if you get a little bit rich then the the tax thing and everything or you get super super rich maybe but it, there's that place where you get you're like I have enough maybe it's time to just yeah to it's, share some. some people it's like a, like a like a, like a, a switch flips like David Mamet is like that he's someone who's like it and even 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 other people who switch who flips like. Christopher Hitchens was like, this guy, Mammoth's crazy. Does it Mammoth anyway. went right wing? Yes, he did. He's very right wing now. Wow. And uh, anyway. Clint Eastwood. Well, he was always right wing, wasn't I he? Th- I thought he was a liberal mayor of Carmel and an environmentalist. Yeah. That's what I thought. I think by I think it, by the time he was Carmel, he was still he was definitely he was still a Republican. But he never talked to chairs. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Eventually, we all get old enough. We talk to chairs. That's yeah. that's not a liberal or a progressive. I mean, or a conservative thing. No, right. It's just an age thing. If you had Neil Diamond, he could do that song, and no one heard it at all. Not even the chair. Not even the chair. <laughs> Uh, it'd be great to have Neil on the Radio 8 Ball someday. It would. Yeah. But he retired, right? 
Did he retire? Did he? It's, yeah, I, I feel like he, he came out recently and yeah. said, I'm done. I'm retiring. He's been playing a lot on our tour. Yeah? Through the every every every, uh, every place we pull in, it just seems to be that's the theme. Is Neil, Neil's following us around. Just like the obvious ones? It's or where, you know, as we're sound checking, it's just like Neil, Neil's on the on the radio. That's not bad. Oh, nice. That's not bad. Are you are you fan? Do you like Neil Diamond? Essex Green. Wait, Diamond. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Neil Young. <laughs> no, no. Oh Neil God. Young didn't write any songs about no, about chairs. Okay. Sorry about that. Whoops. <laughs> Neil Diamond. I am. I said. I am. Said I. And no. It's and a no, song about a chair. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So that I remember uh, it, when I was in the '90s, sometime in Seattle, someone posted a man ran a list of all the worst songs in the world, and that was the number one worst song. And I just really, like, yeah, I was like, I love that. Yeah, like, as, put that at the top of your hate list. I'm gonna love it. it just it immediately shot up my list of songs that I love. That's well, sometimes of, the songs on the list they are both people rate them as the as the best and the worst, right? Like MacArthur Park. That's another one. Great. That's another one that I think is one of the great songs ever. A lot of people like that's one of the worst songs ever. Uh, Dean, I've got one, and I'm curious what you think. Uh, Seasons in the Sun was like one of my all time. I know people hate that song. What's your take? <laughs> I, I I love that song. All but right. I was a you know I was a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure it's pretty schmaltzy. But nothing wrong with a little schmaltz. Nothing wrong with a little schmaltz. That'll make that'll make me cry. That song definitely. <laughs> uh, are you gonna are you gonna just gonna go into Seasons in the Sun? <laughs> if you had to choose right now, if the song to listen to, I am I said, uh, MacArthur Park or Seasons in the Sun, what would it be? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you, Dean. I I go for MacArthur Park because that's like three songs in one. It's it goes on and on. It's really long. And... Did you see they did it? Uh, they did that for the Letterman finale. Oh really? Yeah, look it up online. They did a, a phenomenal version of that. Right. Yeah, we've had Jimmy Webb on Radio Wave Paul. That was very cool. That was one of our our real really? feathers that's, in that's the cap. Great. That's great. amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, this is this is great. I I much rather talk about Neil Diamond and Jimmy Webb than the other two guys we started with. Yeah, so, so oh, well. we ended we ended on a high note, Dean. And uh, that's good. We got that. I was going to start with a music question, but then I, but I didn't. No, no, I like it. You you always bring the heavy duty questions. There's there's okay, no messing good. Thank around. Thank you. But uh, good luck with the with the cowboy record. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being on the show again, and uh, I look Thank forward you. to having you on as Good a luck, guys. guest sometime. Thanks. Thanks. Good luck on the rest of the tour. You screens. Okay, bye. Love you. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show. It's 
真古的秀。